Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Nice Saturday morning after a wacky weather month, week. Month is probably oh, yeah, crazy. <clears throat> the ice, the weird, it's... I don't know what it's like today because you're listening to us and we taped two days before. And so we have no idea. Hopefully it'll be nice. It's warm. Yeah, it's warm. It's supposed to be... Well, at this point, it's supposed to get up to 50-ish today on Thursday, your list says we're taping, and kind of nice today, so let's hope. Actually, the nice part is the sun is out. Oh, I love it. And Yay. I don't care if it's 10 if it's ten below. I love the sun. Yes. We all do. We it's need a so little good. vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So, um, so what's been going on? We have to talk about um, our... Um, Valentine's evening. Didn't we talk about that? Did we talk about that last oh, week? Oh, no, we didn't because no, we were here on Thursday, right? right? right. Yes, it was mm-hmm. fabulous, wasn't it? It was. It was really, really so good. So we had Lynn and Patrick A. DiNapoli and yours truly and Meyer Moskowitz and Deb Peterson, whose date for the night was Randy Williams. There we go. Each of them left their prospective wives and husbands and joined, as we tell Pat, that we, we tell yeah. Lynn's husband that Deb, uh, Randy is married to another friend of ours, and he is not. But we he's convinced they are, so we tease. <laughs> anyway, um, so we had a great time at Mansour's. It was yes. beautiful. Great night uh, from the appetizer to the salad to the entree to the dessert. It was fabulous, wasn't it, was. it, Lynn? It was absolutely the type of meal that you would expect in Manhattan. It, was, it truly was beautifully presented mm-hmm. perfectly cooked yep. everything about it was great and so then when yeah. stephanie came out and everybody clapped mm-hmm. it, that was so nice yes. it was really a, a yeah, neat thing good. so yeah um carolyn baldy catalano and mike the owners um it, it just was wonderful stephanie who is the chef and um ashley um is just they're just they do the whole staff is incredible from Mike and and B who and 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 Annie and who else Christy they are um and the Annie the other Annie mm-hmm. two Annies it's just it's great we had a great time it was good it was really the thing I wanted to mention about it was when when Deb Peterson sat down normally for people who don't know this place Mansours they're only open for breakfast and lunch right 
So having a dinner there is quite an event. You don't even remember. You're, you think you're somewhere else because well, it's so different at nighttime exactly. there. Even if you go in there in it, when it's in the summer, spring and summer when it's still light out, there's mm -hmm. still a different feeling because you're not used to being in there beyond like 3 o'clock. Well, they had black tablecloths. Right. They had um, little tiny candles. Uh, candles mm -hmm. And it's just the lighting of Dimming, the whole place. The dim it lights, was very yeah. interesting. It's a completely different ambiance yes. than what it would be daytime. And uh, that's the one thing that Deb Peterson said the minute she walked in and sat down. She said she just loved this place because it was. she felt like she was in a big city. Yeah. It had that that kind of a vibe vibe to mm -hmm. it, and it was really set off everything. We brought it was a BYOB, so yep. we all brought some good stuff, and you and I had some prosecco. Yes, and the other swine had things like yeah. uh, Malbec and Chardonnay, and I don't know what else they had. But anyway, we had a good time, and the food was really really excellent, and I'm so glad we did that. It was, uh, and I understand the only way that they advertised about it was just on their Facebook page. Yes. That was it. Carolyn puts everything on Facebook and the response she gets for all of their things. I went in one day and there were all of these orders to be picked up and she said they're from Facebook orders. Wow. So people, that just happens. It's, um, it's the food you can't do it unless you're consistent and Carolyn was very smart as a as a female owner of a restaurant a she kept the name of the restaurant when mm -hmm. she bought the business mm -hmm. b she kept a lot if not most of the food that was done from the original owners um and and beloved by people who went in there um so that's important and it's consistent so regardless of who's not there one day you don't know who isn't there because the food never changes from when you buy it one day and you go in and maybe stephanie's off or ashley's up you never know or any of the, the sous chefs you don't know because it's consistently I think one of the best places, yeah. uh, whether you go for breakfast or lunch. I mean, I, I love many places. Um, this happens to be one of the many favorites of mine. And they are very accommodating to me because I have dietary needs with having celiac disease. And they work with me and show special attention to things I, I may need. And they'll, they're, they're like that with, with many people. So you kind of feel like taken care of when you go in there. Everybody knows you. It's a great place anyway, but it's just everything about it. And then at the, once a month, they kind of do those dinners. Mm -hmm. And I guess in the summer, they did a, a, like a seafood boil or a shrimp or lobster boil. So I forget exactly. And they said it was fabulous. People loved it. So they're looking to do different types. Like when Pat owned it, she used to do a lot of Italian meals. Well, right. so Carolyn said, I think we're going to throw in an, like a lasagna or something coming up to, because people, it's, 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 you know, it's the same menu and people love it. And it's a neat place to go. And the BYOB thing is great because the cost is lower and you bring your own bottle with you and share. So I love it. I, I think you do. Ask for better. <laughs> well, I mean, and, it's, uh, and you know, we're all about women and promoting women-owned business, and that's what right. we're looking at. And she's a young woman with three young children. Her husband works full-time. He helps her when he can. He was in the back with this Mansour's uh, chef coat because he is a chef, mm -hmm. too, even though that's mm -hmm. not what he does full-time because he's a physical therapist by trade. Um, 
runs the Hospice of the Sacred Heart inpatient unit now, and he's a wonderful guy, and they work really hard to pull it all together and make it a comfortable place to go. So hats off to Carolyn because Mm -hmm. she's really, it's a great thing. Yeah, so what else did we do in the course of the week? Weekend. I went to New York City then Saturday night because I met... Sunday. Sunday night. I met my son, Sean, came from um, uh, New Haven, took the train into the city, and Tommy was in uh, for the weekend for um, from um, San Fran, and so I had dinner with them at Stella, which is uh, on the sixth floor of the Macy's building, and um, we had a really nice view of Herald Square, and it's only six stories up, but it was kind of nice. I ran into this woman who was taking pictures up there, and she was from Ireland, and I I said, oh my God, I love your accent, and we talked about that, and then she said, tell me your last name, and I told her, she goes, oh, Kat, a nice Irish name, and I said, um, and she said, and just so you know, Laurie, you you have Irish eyes. I said, thank you, thank you. Oh, they're <laughs> twinkling at her. So um, anyway, she was lovely. Red hair, of course. Of Just course. beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. pale skin, blue eyes. Lovely lady. And... Um, so we had a great time. I met them there, and, and we, we had the food was delicious, of course. And, um, of course, when I go with my children, there's, you know, no limit. Like, get this, get this. We want yeah. that. But, you know, it's one of those, you know, millennial kind of things. Yes. And um, so uh, now then, then also my Tommy called me yesterday, and he said to me, Mom, my lease is up in May at the end of the beginning of June, I said, well, what does that mean? He said, I'm thinking about moving. I said, where? And he said, New York City. And I said, yes! Get him back on this coast. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he works for a company where it doesn't matter where he lives. He originally went out because he worked for The Gap. Mm-hmm. Then he worked for Apple. And then he went to a company that is headquartered on the East Coast, and you can work in different places. So you can live wherever and still do it. So I'm I'm hoping that that's what happens. And so I hope it all goes as he says, because he, he called and I was like doing cartwheels down okay. Jefferson Avenue because <laughs> I want my kids on the same coast. So yes. anyway, um, that's what, so I, he just called me yesterday. So I'm delighted. That's nice. Just make sure he doesn't, it's not a joke, and he says April Fool a little early, but um, I think he's thinking, he said, I've been here almost seven years, Mom, and I I think it's time for a change. So I'm like, yes. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear him say that because I know every time he comes to the East Coast, he does spend time in New York. He loves New York. He loves the city. And his grandparents have a place there so he can see them. He has some, his best friend from college lives in New York City. Um, His other best friend from high school is in Philly, so he can jump on the train and get there in no time. He's close to home. He's close to family. And I said to him, Tommy, you know what? When you get older, it's a little bit more important to be a little bit closer to your family so that if there's issues, you, you can go and, and you could see people. You're still far enough away to have your own life, but you're within a few hours of getting to to you. So I'm, I am I can't tell you how thrilled I am. I think we got it. I know. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. So then I start putting, I said, let me make a few calls to a couple of my friends. They might have some places for you. So I called this morning and said, I need you to help me with a couple of places. Places, so we'll see what happens. Okay. 
And then Sean will be in Brooklyn all summer for his oh, internship. That's right. That's right. So they'll be in there'll the be same a lot of town. Trips to so New York. Lot, yes, we will be. Mm-hmm. Yes, love it. So maybe we'll go with you because you have reason to go to New York. I have reason to be in Manhattan. With little yes. Isler. Isler, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. love it. My daughter in law put a fabulous picture up um on valentine's day uh, a picture of isla dressed i in saw something I, with the striped yeah, leggings right. it's oh, just God. adorable and and her eyes were open yes so this is really good news that uh, so i can't wait just to see her she was actually officially one month old on the 17th <gasps> so it's just you just say it, it, it i know it's going to go so fast and you just keep oh, saying it does i don't know when we can get back there again but this weather is certainly not making it easy no but uh, i think the next venture is going to be that they will come to the place at the lake yeah well that will be good yes and have a little bit and see more. what the cats do with screaming baby they won't they'll freak out that's they what i mean they won't know what it is <laughs> they'll be all over they'll be jumping running through the tables like they do it's Jill, her cats at one point they go through when they're chasing each other. There's like in, in her end table between the two chairs, they'll go right through it like like a speeding train, and they're Troof! and you, like two seconds. So it's funny. They're yeah, they're really crazy. sweet. But so yes, yeah, so we're this is all this is all good stuff. It is good. There we go. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No, I'm trying. I was trying to think of somebody who said that they listened to us, oh. and I can't remember who that was. But whoever it was, thanks for listening. <laughs> Keep on listening. Keep we on listening. Right. Yeah. So we are going to take a break. We will be right back. You're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I'm Lynn Evans. I am the, uh, what's my title? I forget. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a financial planning firm designed specifically for the financial planning needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And do you have any tricks up your sleeve today? I do. I do. I know um, no I, quizzes? No quiz, oh, no. Damn. But I thought this was an interesting thing that we just following something we've been talking about the last two or three shows about baby boomers going back to work or choosing not to retire. Mm -hmm. And there was an article by a woman named Robin Ryan, who is a contributor to, um, this is Forbes, I believe. Yeah, Forbes.com. It's called Baby Boomers, Six Resume Mistakes to Avoid. You know, the thing is, for most baby boomers, we haven't done resumes in a long time and so we go back to what we think is the way a really good resume should be done and uh duh it ain't like that anymore and some things that we do or say that really when somebody reads it they'll just immediately realize this is an older person and they don't you know the the ageism which is the new form of discrimination applies because they'll look at the numbers and say "Eh, i don't know so what this woman is suggesting is there's a different way to write your resume that makes a baby boomer look a little bit better than it would normally be in a traditional resume so she said the million dollar question is this can your resume get through automated and hr screeners so that you will get the all-important phone call to set up an interview 
And is that call for a great job at the right level for a good salary? When you're over 50, you need to start worrying about these things. In a study using 40,000 fake resumes, the results showed compelling evidence that there is definitely age discrimination in hiring. You definitely don't want your resume to scream, I'm old, and you don't want to say, I'm dated, and the employer to assume so are your, are your skills and abilities. In, in this woman's work with career counseling, she says she's written over 5,000 resumes in her 30-year career. I've seen so many mistakes that boomers need to avoid. For example... When I started my session with Tom, a 61-year-old manager who had a long career in the manufacturing industry, I saw some typical errors boomers make. His resume wasn't producing interviews, which prompted his call. When she looked it over, he was making six mistakes that I'd like you to avoid. So here's my analysis, uh, along with some comments. Number one mistake, too long. Uh Boomers think they need to tell their whole story when all employers really care about are the last 10 years. I recommend you leave off work descriptions you did prior to 2000. If you must bring attention to it, only note the job title, the company, and the employment dates. Experience that's 20 years ago is so dated, employers find little value in it. They hire you for the ability you have now, not when you started out. So edit the old experience out. And HR recruiters continue to state that two pages are all they'll ever read, so never exceed that length. Number two mistake, too general. Employers are worried that your best days may be behind you, so the resume needs to be focused on how you're still a key contributor. Boomers tend to write very long, dull job descriptions. Employers are only interested in seeing the results you've achieved on the job. You should outline the accomplishments and outcomes you've recently delivered to your current organizations. Show how you created new things, have been innovative, and solved key problems. Make mention of your bottom line contributions and quantify whenever possible. Mistake number three, left the college graduation year off or fudged it. Some job hunters remove the graduation date, thinking employers can figure out their age, which we can. We can do the math. Omitting your year of college graduation was a concern for Lizzie Rahm, HR senior manager and recruiter, who noted that employers may wonder if you've ever finished your degree if they saw no graduation date. Another worry is that a third of all job applicants lie about their education. And when I mentioned this to Ms. Rahm, She quickly stated that her her organization does a background check on every single person they make a job offer to. So if you're lying about the year you earned a degree to appear younger, it will come out. If you claimed to have a degree that you don't, that'll be in the background report too. The result of lying to this employer is they'll terminate your job offer. Number four, mistake number four, missing keywords. Many baby boomers do realize that they apply online, but they fail to understand how applicant tracking software works. Some companies may have sophisticated software installed, and others may have a more basic tracking system that they use. And every employer is dependent on the human being who thinks up and types in the keywords on the job surrounding that search. 
So your best bet is to include the most important work tasks for your job into the resume and be sure that related job or specific field words involved in performing key functions are in the resume too. Number five, no technology skills. Older workers often don't have a slew of computer skills, right or here. maybe you do. <laughs> How would the employer know if you fail to include them on your resume? This can be a place to shine if you have extra skills beyond the basics. Being an expert user in Excel or project is worth noting. Mention fabulous creative skills using PowerPoint or blogging skills using WordPress. Maybe you can utilize Adobe's Creative Suite. Don't forget to mention experience working with databases. We assume you are able to use Word and Outlook. None of these? Then get to the library or a community college and start taking classes. And mistake number six, bad formatting. Most baby boomers, simple, most baby boomers, most baby boomers simply cram too much into their resume using an outdated style. Writing in only paragraphs is a very dated resume style that screams old fashioned. Most of your work experience should be written in bullets as these are concise and can convey your message in the briefest way possible. Keep the font to a size 12. Don't use tables in creating the resume content as some software cannot scan them, leaving that section of your resume blank. Don't make a long list of skill competencies as that is also a more dated style. Demonstrate your abilities inside your experience in the skills you used and the results you've achieved. Lastly, but a point that must always be said, proof carefully. Making these changes are the key step to helping boomers stay marketable. Well, I was just at a board meeting, an executive board meeting the other day, and some a woman there who owns a business said that she hired um, someone who is an ex, who is a retired, not ex, a retired CPA mm -hmm. to come in and help them do stuff. And I thought that was really cool because this guy obviously is retired from what he did, but he's still using his, she can get the skill level that he had right. to help her, yep. which I, which is, goes back to what we said, like what the heck and not have to do it you know for the length of time basis. and crazy hours from january to april right. 15th you know right. like that kind of stuff yeah so i think that that's great to use as we talked about going back now what i'd like to know lynn on the people who don't who go and do something else like a second act does that happen more in like different parts of the country than it does mm -hmm. i wonder if that like do you think more in the south i think more in the metropolitan areas people go back and do the second career thing a lot of people who are in different parts i would say midwest and other places outside of the big cities now i'm not talking about omaha and stuff like that but outside of the big cities the more rural places they don't even think about it because for the most part a lot of their work has been manual it's been on a farm and it's physical been doing, yeah yeah and, and the uh -huh. physical the physicality of it is something that your you can't limitations really, are there. There's limitations. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to want to because go I. Back. But I wonder too if some say people go to Florida. Yes. And because it's warm, and they, I wonder how many people want to give up that lifestyle that they've now 
chosen to be in and and continue to work. Do you know what I mean? I bet you yeah. it's harder when the weather's nicer. Well, I can tell you that so I got a call a month ago from a woman who was 75 years old yeah. and had been um, working in the Poconos when well, she moved from Manhattan to the Poconos and had a financial planning business with her husband in the, in the Poconos. I don't want to get any more specific, but she then decided that they were going to move to Florida. They wanted to go because it was something that just was the right time and everything lined up. She called me because she found my name on um, a list of people who are fee-only financial planners. And that was important to her because she was a fee-only financial planner and okay. decided that at 75, she was done. She said, I just don't think that I want to do this anymore. I don't want the pressure of it. But she had been working at this from probably 25 to 75. I mean, it, it's a long career because it's something that is not physical, mm -hmm. you know, but it's a lot of mental and it's a lot of stress. So she said to me, I really wanted to find some people in your area because many of my clients are still there. And although I can still do what I do here from Florida, I think it's time for me to give up my business because I really would like to do other things. So there's somebody, not so much because of the fact that she moved to where she moved to. It's the same thing like your son is experiencing. With the technology today, you can be anywhere, anywhere. and do yeah. what you want to do. Right. So that has opened up a lot more possibilities for people who are baby boomers than they ever had True. in the last 20 or 30 years of a career. If, in fact, you have the technology skills. <laughs> yes, and they must have gotten themselves important. to a community library and <laughs> <Yes>. learned. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> yes. Oh. But, again, a part of what they had to do in the last, I would say, five to 10 years in their career, they had to somehow figure out and embrace technology because that's the way it was. Right. You couldn't not do it right. or you'd lose your job. Right. So to some degree, they did pick up a lot of those basic skills and figured out if I can't do it, maybe I can hire somebody who's a you know, junior in college to do it for me. Mm -hmm. And so people are doing that. It's working. I found more people in this business that I'm in who are fragmenting it all over the country. Yeah, I think so it's there's, great. There's somebody in, in Texas who does, uh, the, like for me, the podcasting. There's a guy in Texas who does the editing for my podcast. He sends it to somebody who's in Canada who does the finishing of it and somebody who then uploads it to iTunes and whatever. I was talking to a guy yesterday who uses a person that is uh, someone who's, I guess you would call him a, a client-facing person who answers the phone for five or six different financial planning companies. He answers the phone. He takes care of a lot of the, the stuff that has to be done, paperwork, that kind of thing, and saves the financial advisors a whole lot of time. Yeah. And so he is in New Jersey. These other people that I talked to, one of them was out in Kansas City, and the other one was in Florida. Right. So more and more of this is how you're able and to do it. What's hats off to the, these people, the more you have a person answering the phone instead of the press one for this, but it is so much more, you feel there's a sense that, com I know when I get a real person who answers the phone, my my if i'm anxious in any way about something I'm, or whatever i just you could feel 
your anxiety level go down because right. it's a person. You're not pest and you're pressing the wrong button and you're screaming at the, <laughs> the lady. Yes! You know, because you just... You're, you're, did you... Did I hear you say yes? <laughs> yes! Anyway, we're going to... Exactly. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Hi, everybody. We're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I'm the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a financial planning firm designed specifically for the financial planning needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, a fundraising PR and special event business. And we are here with our guest expert of the month from Fidelity Bank, Ms. Kristen Grow, and she is the Customer Care Center Manager. And Kristen, welcome and thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, You've been thrilled. with us before, right? Yeah. So I we can say yes. welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. So, Kristen, tell us a little bit. We we were talking, you and I, before we went on air about um, some of the neat digital products that um, Fidelity has for its customers. So um, why don't you enlighten everybody about some of these cool things that are happening and available? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we offer an array of digital tools. Um, it helps clients save time. They can bank anywhere at any time, 24-7. So it really allows them full access to their accounts. They could do online transfers. They could make loan payments. They could pay their bills right from their tablet, their phone, anything really online. They could go right on to our website and make transfers or you know whatever they need to do, pay bills. It's really easy. Um, we did do a lot of updates within our app. You can now just completely enroll right from the app before you have to go into online banking. You could also change your password. We have mobile deposit that really saves clients time. They don't have to worry about coming to the bank, waiting in line just to deposit a check. It's regular funds availability. So, I mean, it doesn't take any extra time for them to do that. We are also coming out with a app called Simple Nexus. This will allow clients to be able to apply for a mortgage right from their phone. They could upload all the documents and they could keep track of the progress as it goes along. So that's What's another that we're called? really excited about. Simple Nexus. What's it called? How do you spell the second word? N-E-X-U-S. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, we're really like excited that. about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead. That's okay. She was on a roll. Um, I, know. I know. I was. <laughs> so what else is coming out? So sometime this year, we're also going to have Zelle, which is a person-to-person -person payment system. Yes. We have one right now that we've been using, and it's been good. But, like, Zelle is really easy. So mm -hmm. we're so excited about that. So I don't know when. We don't have a release date, but sometime in 2019. Kristen, explain right. what that is. Zell, so it's person-to-person -person payment. So you can, you and your girlfriends go out for dinner. One person pays. You could use Zell. It's an app just to pay them instead of handing cash back and forth. You could make a yep. transfer right to uh -huh. them. It works off your email. And you, when you download the app, you link your banking information right to the app. I love it. 
Just so people mm-hmm. who didn't know what it was, that's cool. So when is that supposed to happen? Later this year, did you say? Yeah, sometime this year. Okay. Yeah, so that's really exciting. I'm excited for that one, too. Kristen, I have a, a, um, a, a question. You may not know this, but it's interesting for me. How many, do you, do you um, have some way of knowing how many people actually use their cell phones or a tablet versus their PC or their, or their Apple? Like, do you, are you able to, to, to know that? Because I'm thinking like some people get so nervous about doing things on their phone and I do everything on mine. So I, 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 some people are so afraid they, they won't do it unless they're sitting at their, their desk. Is that, do you, do you know how, does that register in some way or or do you hear that or is this just me and my own craziness no i I believe marketing tracks those numbers i don't know what they are but Mm -hmm. when you're using your phone it's the same security maybe even more than when you use your regular computer Mm -hmm. because your phone's password protected on top of our your online banking our app being password protected so it is really secure We also have digital wallet, which is another really great security. You link your debit card in your digital wallet on your phone, Apple Pay, um, Samsung Pay, Android Pay, or the three of them. And it uses tokenization, which just means that instead of transmitting your whole card number to a merchant, it only transfers like a a token number, like just a different number. So it's really secure because you're not giving out your card number and you're actually not carrying your physical card. It's just in your phone, mm-hmm. which is password protected. Mm-hmm. So like there's a, there's a lot of security with being able to use your phone. Yeah, I find it. It's like, to me, I use mine like a computer and some people say, that's not a good thing and other people say that's what it's for because your phone can do almost anything it needs to that if you're sitting somewhere else and I'm because I'm so mobile it it helps me so I do that all the time including and I I agree maybe I'm and Krista maybe I'm wrong on this but I I thought like you know on your web pay which which I use Mm -hmm. when you're going to add a new say a new um, uh, bill pay to that a new company credit card person Mm -hmm. whatever I thought I used to have to go into my actual computer to like a desktop to the to, to do it, and now I'm able to do it on my phone. Is that did I just not know that, or was that always there, or has that changed? No, that's changed. So that was part of like our app update. Um, okay. We're constantly trying to make improvements to it, but yeah, now you could go add your bill, or you could take a picture of your bill, and that will add it. Yeah. See. Wow. I, I yeah. Know that. <laughs> I know oh, it's so it's like, easy. Wow. And I thought, did I just did I just not do this right before? Because now I can make I can add a, a biller, as you're saying. I, I and I was like, oh God, it's safe because I would like accumulate something and say, when I have time to sit there, I'm going to do that. And now I just do it when I get it, and it's so much easier. So I know. Do you do the tablet banking as well? No. What What do you mean? The, like on um, your maybe on your iPad? I don't. I have I have an iPad, but I never no. I never use it. Yeah. I never use. Just because it. it's either. so easy, it's the same thing. It's bigger though. So sometimes right. when yeah, you're making your bill payments, it's hard on your phone, but on the tablet because yeah, it's, it's bigger. Small. You're right. Mm-hmm. Kristen, you're not saying that that might have to do anything with my 58 year old eyes, are you? 
No. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time myself. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, honey. <laughs> but it is amazing how <laughs> how we um, the things that are available. Like when I think back, Kristen, and I'm an ex banker, which I've mentioned a million times before. Mm-hmm. But oh my God, when I think of the things like when ATMs and we called the Mac machines back then came out, like it was back in the 80s it was like a revolutionary and like and my girlfriend one time uh, she said to me oh i just used my this card that i got from the bank i said what card she said well it comes right out of my checking account it's like a, a it's like a um a credit card but it just it uses my funds for my checking account i said what and she's like yeah and she didn't even know the name of it back then she lived in new jersey and i was like oh my god that is so cool well of course it's your debit card but at that point it it wasn't really that well known at least in our area and i was like so when i think of how like stupid i i I can say i was thinking of what we did and and the, the manual um intensity of doing things and how easy it is now it's unbelievable I know. It's yeah. a long way Here's even since I've been. Now, let me ask mm-hmm. this, though. How are we doing with the older population um, who are a little bit leery of the computer, a little bit leery? I mean, you have to be able to care for all as a customer care uh, center manager. So how, how, do, how are they doing? Are they coming around a little, or are so many people just, okay, we like the old-fashioned way, we're sticking to it, and you're fine with that? What, what do you see? Do you see any bump in that? I see, I see both. Like it, okay. you know, they're different generations. Like even some younger generation don't want to do online. It's rare, mm-hmm. but it's true. And older generation, they are adapting and they they want to be able to go online because it's easier. And that's kind of how everything is now. So mm-hmm. we have a it's it's a wide range, but we have a lot of people that want to do online banking. Okay, so, so I was thinking of it. something that I, I thought was most amazing. This was a commercial on television. It was, um, I want to say it was for Walgreens or one of the big um, drugstore companies. But the guy was probably into his 60s, and he was sitting at a table, uh, it looks like a kitchen table, with his grandson running around wanting him to get up because he wanted to go play with them to do something. And the guy had a pill bottle in front of him and went to the website, not the website, the, the app on his phone and took scanned a picture, it. scanned the picture mm-hmm. of the, uh, whatever that code is on the For side. Sure. Yep. And, and he was done and he, he walked away. And I just thought I do that too. I mean, I've, I've been doing that a lot, but I just thought about there's the perfect population you're talking about, Laurie, who have adapted to this because they have demands on their time and they almost are excuse me forced to have to embrace some of this technology because their lives are not they just don't sit there and make a phone call and talk to somebody in the pharmacy and they ask them what the prescription number is and all that takes way too much time and the fact that you just told me Kristen, that you can just scan an invoice and boom, it's in your system. I think that's mm-hmm. fabulous. That's the same technology. Yeah. Yep. It's wonderful. Yeah, exactly. Just like depositing a check, you could do it like that too. Yeah. It saves a ton of time. It's really easy. 
so Kristen, in your what you do as customer care center manager, are you you are there? And we I know we've talked about this before, but it's very important to understand. You've got people there on the phone, ready, willing, and able to help people as they call for any of these type of issues, whether it's something that isn't working or isn't right or, or, or just plain questions to try to help you navigate through um, a certain app or a certain service. Is that correct? That's correct. We are always, we're open eight to eight during the week. So we're there. Um, my team is very well trained that could help you get online if you're having an issue, we kind of know what your issue is, you know, whether it be maybe it's just your computer that needs, you know, maybe you just need an update or whatever. But we, we are very, you know, able to help you and happy to help. Good. I love it. So anything else we want to talk about from the fidelity realm of um, advanced um, technology? Anything else we missed that might be you're working on that's coming up? Um... Not that I know of yet. There is a lot, so let's deal with what we have right now. (laughs) But there's always (laughs) things changing, and it's real. I think it's exciting. It is exciting. It's wonderful to know that it's available to you as a customer is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Anything else on your end? How about? Yeah, I was just thinking about, uh, I noticed that in all the branches now, there is a a high table, and there's Mm. some computers and stuff like that. What is the intent of that? Is that something you want people to learn how to use the app and how to do that in each of those branches? Yes. So, yeah, so it's called our, we call it our tech bar. Every branch mm-hmm. has it, and they have a, a cell phone and a laptop and an iPad right on there. So we can go, after we open a customer account, we could go right out to this iPad or cell phone, whatever they want to use, and we could help them sign up for online banking. We could help them navigate. We could do demos and show them how it works. Um, it has access to our site, of course, so there's a ton of demos out there on mobile banking and security of banking and things like that. So that's in all of our branches and it's there for customers they could go on and play with the app and make transfers and it that's exciting great well keep going kristen learn all you can get all you can for us because we'll we'll be happy to um accept all of these cool things and i'm getting better myself on the tech technology part like i said lynn didn't you just kind of roll over when i told you i'm adding my stuff and you didn't say you know how to do that stuff i kept my mouth shut (laughs) yeah because kristen i'm terrible at it i'd rather talk than than do that stuff but it's so once you get it oh my god it's so convenient i love it love it so anyway all right well Kristen thank you for joining us today we hope you have thank a good weekend me. thank you yeah. we, I'm welcoming you back anytime with all of your new stuff okay so keep oh, us updated thank updated. you thank thanks. you I love coming and on Lynn. here very fun okay oh, and thanks honey and Lynn have a good weekend we'll see you guys yes, um, <clears throat> see you again next week thanks for listening be safe and please be nice bye bye this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.